Now then, and welcome back to Rare Eddie One Talks podcast. I'm your host, Rare Eddie One, and welcome. I hope you are having a fantastic time, whatever time of day it is, night, morning, evening, whatever time of day. Hope you're having a wonderful and awesome time. I'm here. I'm with you guys. I am having a awesome time yet again. We're talking, we're talking aliens tonight on tonight's episode, episode 20. Can you believe it? 25. Now, before I kick off tonight's show, if you are new here, we talk, I talk about aliens, UFOs, conspiracies, ghosts, ghost stories, Bigfoot sightings. I talk about all everything under conspiracy. I, I class it all as conspiracy, um, even though a lot of the stuff we t- I talk about, I do believe in, um, but I I cover it, I put it all in, in, in the conspiracy realm. Yes, aliens, you know, and ghosts, you know, paranormal and, and, and all things strange. So, yeah, I've, I basically cover all, all things strange. Uh, long way about it, but yeah, I like I like it. The conspiracy um, makes sense to me, but it really is all things strange and all things paranormal and alien and UFO. It's a beautiful thing if you look at it uh, in that way um but like i say if you are new here um welcome i want to welcome you and if you're not new here welcome back and uh, hope you stick along with me on this journey this year i have a few things planned uh, f- uh going out filming on location and and hopefully maybe getting a couple of interviews and and and, and that sort of thing um but like as one of my main goals for this year is to get a, a better um, prepared show for you guys. And I have a better prepared show for you tonight. We are going to be talking about the Virginia entity uh, from Brazil, um, in uh, Virginia in Brazil, the entity um, that is, is said to have crash landed and wandered off and uh, caused a lot of havoc not you know not him himself not the entity itself but the havoc around the entity itself um fascinating story um like i said i have prepared it i prepared it the other day and i have forgotten it but luckily i have written some notes um i do forget a lot of crap um, I'm trying to cut down on swearing as well. I do have a curse button, um, which I will use, um, especially in like maybe the first 10 minutes and then I will unleash the beast. Um, the beast will be unleashed. Normally I do drink on this podcast, but I had, and I also normally film these on a Saturday night. It is currently Sunday and I am filming and I'm going straight into editing, um, so there's going to be a lot of gaffes in this one because I, I don't really want to edit too much. I have my notepad um, hopefully will come into play, um, but I don't want to edit too much. And I'm not drinking. I do have my Duff. Um, for you guys listening, I have a Duff. I have a new Duff cup. Um, it's got Pepsi Max cherry in it if you're interested. But if you are listening to this and you are drinking... What are you drinking? Let me know. If you're just having a nice drink, a glass of water, you know, a sip of water for the working man. If you're just having a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, you know, just I hope you can join me with a drink. And on that note, I do put these out on YouTube and Rumble. So I do film them, but don't go out straight away because I, I want this podcast to, you know, you know, I want this podcast to evolve into its own thing. Um, so, but like I say, if you are on YouTube and rumble, please smash that like button and please think about subscribing to me. That would be awesome. If you're not on YouTube and and you're listening and you're interested to know what I'm looking about, go, go over to rumble or YouTube. Um, my name is rare Eddie one, you know, just like the podcast itself, rare Eddie one, check me out, smash that subscribe button. And, you know, so I'd mainly do a, I mainly cover more pop culture. I do throw in um, the paranormal and strange and UFOs on there, the conspiracy on there. Um, so if you're interested to look what I do look like, 
you know, what the moneymaker looks like, you know, get over there and have a look. Um, but for all you guys listening on the podcast, I thank you. First of all, I thank you for sticking and staying along with me. Um, whatever podcast provider you are listening to, smash that follow button. Um, if you wouldn't mind, leave me a review. Um, I know there's maybe a couple of places I can't look at reviews on. Um, so if you have left me a re- review and I'm not able to see it, I thank you for leaving me a review. E- you know, even leaving me a one star, five star, three star, two star, or even a four star. Um, just clicking that would help out, help me out a lot. If you've got some pointers, some notes, um, because I'm new to this, um, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, no idea what I'm doing, especially on the YouTube side. Um, one of the podcasts I do do on there, I want to evolve that into maybe a live stream, but I'm currently not there with the, um, um, I'm I'm currently not there, so that is still a podcast. Even even though if it does evolve into a live stream, it will it will run into a podcast. Now I've been rambling. Let's get into tonight's show, the Virginia Entity. Like I say if you want to follow me, I'm everywhere: YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, Twitter. I'm there. I'm there here, there, everywhere, all under the name. Rare Eddie One, please go check me out and let's get on with tonight's show. Uh, I've been looking forward to this one. Viewer discretion is advised. Luckily, I've done notes. I had a bit of a skinful last night, so I've forgotten most of the stuff I've learned and and read and 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 all that stuff. So luckily, I have some notes. So I'm going to kick off with some of my. I'm going to. You know, kick off with where where and when it happened. So it happened on the 20th of January. So just over a week ago uh, in 1996. Um, it, it happened at midnight um, in Virginia, Brazil. Urban is, it was in an urban setting. Number of entities, seven. Entity description, three protrusions stood atop of its head. So it had like three bumps on the top of its head, which glowed red with with glow, glowing red eyes. Sorry, that, that note was a bit fucked up. Um, it also had long arms, short legs and big feet. The monstrous sound of with a buzz and it was taken into a net. So, yes, there's not too much. Um, the source of this, mainly a lot of the source comes from the Brazilian UFO magazine, um, published in June 2004, so it's still a good eight years um, after the incident. Um, but let me get into my notes. So around... Midnight on January the 20th, um, NORAD, the North American Air Defense uh, Command, contacted their Brazilian counterpart, um, Syndicate, um, C-I-N-D-A-C-T-A. So their 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 air defense... um, traffic control um to warn them of a ufo descending over the southern parts of the state minas galais state in brazil so it's um let's click on the map it's northwest of sao paulo uh, sao paulo um is it where is it and close to any other major cities i would quite Possibly, no. It's it's more it's close to Sao Paulo, um, um, south, um, not south, northwest of Sao Paulo. Um, ooh, maybe close to re. No, it's um, it's cl- It's more. It's closer to Sao Paulo than it is Rio de Janeiro. Um, sorry if I butchered any any um, 
cities or terms there. I do apologise. Um, I do suffer from dyslexia, if you know here, uh, which you will find out. Um, so they warned of a UFO dis- descending over the southern part of the of Brazil, near Sao Paulo. Um, um, so I've lost, I've lost myself in me notes. Um, both uh, Brazilian Air Force soldiers and an employee at the radar facility in Air Force Base at the Air Force Base Six Coma, the sleep of farmers August and oh, August and Eurico Rodriguez Rodriguez. Rodriguez was rudely interrupted by the frightening sounds of their farmer animals. Their farm animals attempting to find the cause. They peeked out the window and saw the animals running from side to side of the field to the other when they looked into the night sky and saw a silent UFO without lights. Let me take a little sip. So, they saw a silent UFO without lights. Interesting. Um, I don't think we have the capabilities of having, especially in 96, of anything, anything being able to hover. Maybe it could have been a balloon, maybe. But then again, it, a balloon wouldn't really hover. Oh, but it doesn't say it was hovering. They just say they saw a silent UFO without lights. It was bright. It was a bright and sunny day in Virginia. So this is a previous statement. Uh, Virginia, Brazil, when the fire department received. So I put fire depart- department. But I think it was, um, I think it's all local um, law enforcement and um, and law services. So I think the fire department, the police, even the ambulance crews and the army all were sort of involved. But I think it was mainly the military police um, department received a series of frantic phone calls about a strange creature that had been spotted in the area of Jarmin Andrea. Um, I'm sorry if I butchered that. Um, the fire department personnel, so I'm going to stop calling it fire department, I'm going to call it the emergency services um, department. Personnel were initially sceptical and assumed it was just a prank call. However, as the calls kept coming in, they realised that there might be something more to this than meets the eyes. The t- find, um, so the local um, emergency services in Brazil, I nearly did it again, I nearly called it the fire department. Um, just before I carry on, when I was putting these notes together, I meant to take out fire department, but I got a call <laughs> and it took me away. Um, I think, I, I can't remember who called me, but someone called me and I just totally um, got out and I nearly saved this document without even pressing. So I nearly um, closed this document without saving. Luckily, I did something right that day and saved it. Um but I forgot to um, take out the fire department and just put the uh, emergency services. Um, but anyway, I'll continue uh, my monumental up. Um, my my monumental up, um, basically. Um, I do have. I also have a button on here, which I will probably use because. I may have to, um, because like I said, less editing on this, the better for me. Um, Because time is of the essence. Um, Not that I've got out going on. (laughs) Um, It's just Sunday and uh, back to work tomorrow. And uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I wouldn't mind a little bit of a rest. Um, but I love doing this. I absolutely love doing this. Now, let me continue. Let me get back to my notes. So the so again, I've got I've is it's highlighted because I highlighted it because I know I wanted to change it. So the the firemen. So the emergency service um, searched the area, scanning every nook and cranny. So it looks like a lot of their emergency services are, are uh, heavily connected with the military, and they take calls seriously. The, the, the emergency service guys followed the instructions given, um, given by the civilians and quickly quickly made their way to the site to investigate. As they arrived to the scene, they were met with a group of bewildered and frightened civilians who claimed to have seen a creature unlike anything they have seen before. So the, um, the emergency service searched the area, scanning every nook and cranny for any signs of mysterious creatures the atmosphere was tense and the scene the sense of anticipation was uh, palpable palpable as everyone waited to see they to see what they would find as they um, combed the area they stumbled upon a strange and unusual creature that seemed to be injured and, um, oh, bloody hell, I can never say this word. Disorientated. So he was very confused, the poor creature. The creature was quickly then taken into custody and the, and the, uh, the emergency service guys began to examine it closely. The creature was unlike anything anyone had ever seen before um it had a scaly body with large eyes and a long tail so this it, this looks to me like it's more on the reptilian um side of aliens um despite strange Despite despite its strange appearance, the creature seemed to be harmless, and the emergency service guys were able to uh, transport it safely to a nearby facility for further examination. The incident caused quite a stir in the local community, and everyone was left wondering what this strange creature could have been, and where it come from, the the emergency services in Brazil remained tight-lipped about the details of the incident, <coughs> but rumors began to spread, and the story of the strange creature quickly became <coughs> quickly. And the story of the strange creature quickly became a local legend. Legend indeed. The search party was surprised when they finally discovered the source of the strange reports. They found an entity that seemed to be in a daze and was easily captured. So... Well, it was badly injured, so of course it was e easily captured. Uh, the creature had three, so lumps, large um, protruding lumps on its head with red glowing eyes, long arms, short legs and big feet. It buzzed as the search party captured it in the net, which was about Two and a half hours after the first report, it was unclear whether it was a unique alien or not. So that's a that's a bit of a so it was unclear whether it was a unique alien or not. Well, 
wouldn't any alien be unique? Um, it's not like they're, they're roaming the planet. Well, they probably are roaming the planet, but it's not like we're aware of them. So any alien spotted is going to be unique, isn't it? Um, but anyway, um, but it was clear that it was not alone. Later that day, three girls named Lillian Fatima, Valkyra Fatima, which are sisters, and their friend, um, Andrea Xavier, were taking a shortcut through a wooded area when they stumbled upon another similar creature. Their description of the entity was almost identical to the one captured earlier. As they sprinted back home, the girls paced as they... As they sprinted back home, the girl's pace quickened. One of their mothers decided to return to the spot where they had sightened the creatures and found footprints and a strong smell of ammonia in the air. However, this was not the end of the matter. There were reports of up to seven creatures being captured that same day day one of them was taken to a small local hospital before being transferred to the larger humanitarian facilities um, military personnel escorted the creature but it eventually died and was then taken to the university of campianus for autopsy Two more creatures were taken to the University of Sao Paulo. Or is it Sao Paulo or is it Sao Paulo? I think I think it's Sao Paulo, isn't it? For examination. During the during the autopsy, um during the autopsy process, um certainly many photographs and videos were taken. But so far, nothing has been released. Of course, they're not going to release that stuff. Of course, they're not going to release that stuff, especially to the public. Um, I imagine Brazil is even worse than the States are um, when it comes to military. But I, I imagine they're not as tight. I imagine they've got a few spies in there um, from all around the world. Um, to the public for... Um, for the pub public, save for and ah, to the public, except a artist rendition of the creature. Only a few weeks later, although there is an artist rendition of the creature, only a few weeks after the events of January twentieth, Marco Elisereres. A 23-year-old military policeman who was involved in the in investigation died suddenly. He fell ill from the effects of contact with one of the creatures. The press began a relentless search for more details. Supposedly, he fell ill from the effects of contact with one of the creatures. The press began to began a relentless search for more details of the case and the two girls involved began to ask for monetary uh, compensation for their testimonies that's always when i send that's always when i tend to um disbelieve when people want to try and mon uh, monetize from from this sort of um situation um, I don't know, you know, um, I, 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 I always, I always question it, um, because, yeah, I, I've always questioned it, um, because people wanting to make money from it, 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 could they, I tend to believe the ones that really just want to, you know, shy away, don't really want to talk about it, just, Anyway, I'll I'll get to my thoughts at the end, um, as always I do. Um, go off topic and ramble and ramble. Um, so, uh, the mother of the girls, Miss Louise Helena, um, 
states that she was offered a fair sum of money by four unknown men dressed in cream-clothed Armani suits. <laughs> is that the uh, is that the Brazilian men in black? Um, um, cream-coloured Armani suits. Holy, holy moly! Um, <laughs> the men in Armani. Um, the Armani men. No, that's uh, the men in Armani. Um, this time, however, the money was to silence the testimony, not to not solicit it. They also said they would come back, but we can't hide the truth, she said. I'm not sure if some of this is um, getting lost in translation, but that's what my notes said. Um, the military and fire department, so the emergency service officials, were asked about the creature of an alien, but they denied having any knowledge of it. However, there were reports of unusual troop movements on the day that the monsters were spotted, which um, some suggest a cover-up. Hospital personnel also, um, hospital personnel also officially denied any knowledgeable uh, any knowledge of the events surrounding the creature or an alien. Throughout, it's possible they were sworn to secrecy, which NDAs are a thing. NDAs would have been a thing back then. How long do these NDAs have? Do they have a 25-year lifespan? Or do they have a 30? Do they have a 50-year lifespan? Some of these people who maybe signed a 25-year, a 30-year, 40-year lifespan of an NDA may may not be still with us. Um, they could still be with us. Or maybe, you know, I'm just speculating there um, with, with that because um, NDAs are definitely a thing. Um one piece of evidence that suggests the strange stories could be true is the fact that pathologist Baden Palles, who reportedly report, uh, performed an autopsy on the creatures, denied involvement in the events but hinted that he may have more information to share at a later time. Could this mean that an official announcement is forthcoming? Haven't had anything since. Um, during a certain period, there were multiple reports of UFO sightings. It is believed that these UFO sightings in Brazil are just looking for some sexy Latinos. Um, so it is believed that the occupants of the flying craft were strange beings after some Latin sexy Latinos, which I don't blame them. <laughs> uh, some speculate that there might be a connection between El Chupacabra, the monster. Who knows? Maybe Brazil or you know, South America countries have been experimenting on some sort of uh, Chupacabra monster. Maybe they... Um, we're experimenting on some new sort of drugs or some new maybe they were just that's that's for the chupacabra in um, um topic which i'll probably cover again i did it before but i don't think i did it as justice um but who, who knows they could be related to the chupacabra um, which has been reported in South, South America multiple times. The story of Virginia entities is mostly based on the accounts of ufologist Victorio Pacassini, who received reports from military and hospital personnel who spoke off the record. However, the However, Virginia-Brazil accounts still require more official confirmation as, as is the case with many reports of this kind. Hopefully, 
we will receive more information to shed some more light on this intriguing case. Along with drawings of the entity, there is also a UFO video that was taken on the same night over Virginia. There are new revelations about the creature, about the capture, sorry, and medical treatments of the alien creatures in Brazil in 19, in January 96. Um, it's definitely an intriguing case. So this is a follow-up. So this is, um, so it had been more than eight years um, from the main events in the Virginia case. And it is now confirmed that the amount of information available available has increased substantially over the time. However, with all similar incidents, the large volume of information makes it difficult to establish um, to establish it for sure. Um, we know that the facts are proven with witnesses. But the complications arising from human reports make investigation a real challenge, um, especially with the you know, eight-year gap. Um, people make up stuff. People you know, make up stories. Um, people who are telling the truth uh, may not get believed because you have people making up stuff, making up... And and the people out there telling the truth won't maybe get um, believe them because you know there's people just pulling the whole load of shit um, around in the quest for truth. The emotional aspect of one of the many factors involved in this process, which can produce a series of statements that are not objectively enough to help us to found the truth. It is important to note that when an unusual event occurs, people tend to offer their own interpretations, influenced by person, uh, persons and, you know, influenced by other people. Um, you know, so someone had seen a red dog and then, you know, he, he was talking to a policeman or army officer who said, oh, you know, I, I saw a green dog that day as well, you know. And then, you know, and, and then and, and then so the red dog actually turns into a green dog. Um hopefully that made sense to someone out there. It made sense in my head. So and, and especially with a, a huge uh, gap of time, you know, people will forget stuff, people will add stuff on. It, it, it is what it is. Military witness in 2003, Roger Lear, a renowned physician and ufologist from the US, visited Virginia with over 50 years. So he's got over 50 years of uh, UFO researcher, and he was uh, he he was the guy who used to take um, metal objects out of people who said they they were. Um, abducted he he was he was that doctor who was um you know performed these sort of studies people said oh they got a tracking device in him he'll he'd, he'll take the tracking device out which maybe a little magnetic thing in in he, he's this um legendary guy um so he investigated different types of occurrences including cases implements uh, believed to have been made through uh, surgical invest uh um, that had been surgically um, put into the abductee um, by aliens during his visit. Leah, so during his visit, Leah was able to verify the existence of a secret witness to the Virginia case. Um, researchers had claimed the existence of these witnesses since 96 to 97, a local and national press representatives were selected to watch two video recording uh, recorded interviews with military 
witnesses who had participated in the event. These representatives were required to make an ethical um, commitment and absolute um, secrecy. So they they were they were they were sworn to secrecy. It is important to validate the ex existence and statements given in secrecy as evidence and prove their authenticity to public and to scholars. To achieve this, Roger Lee was taken to a colleague's office who was the acknowledged doctor in Virginia with over 30 years of experiencing uh, experiences and bel 30 years of experience and belonged to one of the most traditional families in the region. So this guy was quite trustworthy. Um, I think that's what I was getting at there. He's a trustworthy uh, person, and uh, Roger put his trust in him. Um, the, US, uh, the US ufologist referred to the doctor as Doctor. And after some hesitation, he agreed to meet Roger Lear and confirmed that he had witnessed the event in January 96 inside an appropriate room in the regional hospital located in the south of Minas Griles. Um, during the three-hour conversation, Roger Lear learned that his Brazilian colleague had witnessed the creature of the second um, capture so he had witnessed the creature of the second catcher with the uncommon physical appearance revealed a new detail that was previously unknown to researchers. Ah. So the injured creature, the following statement was given by an individual who refers to himself as the doctor. Or doctor, sorry. Not doctor who, um, doctor. Um, but has chosen to remain anonymous. Um, he was called urgently by the military staff responsible for keeping an unidentified creature. Upon, upon examining the body, the doctor found injuries of different kinds and, and of different degrees and uh, described his astonishment at seeing something that had never been seen or reported before. He confirms that the, the creature was alive when he examined it. This statement is one of many from a growing number of witnesses, which includes military personnel, police officers, doctors, hospital staff, civilians, and civilians, sorry. However, it is important to uh, carefully evaluate the information um gathered as it may sometimes be influenced so like i was just saying earlier some of these could be people who think they could maybe make a quick book uh, some of these who maybe think they can maybe be uh, a celebrity maybe get their five minutes of fame um so and, and some of them could be genuinely honest um but again if you want to be in this um, in this world, you've got to take. <laughs> Do you have to take everything with a pinch of salt? Yes. If they're trying, if they're trying to make money, that's where I question. Um, but many ufologists prefer to focus on statements that are free of personal impressions, uh, particularly those one uh, that were witnessed. Witnesses describe their own emotional state at the time of the experience. That's not. A, that's definitely not a bad way of looking at it. You know, if the the witness uh, um, said he saw uh, an alien, um, and on this day he was stressed, he was he was rushed, he was stressed, he was panicked, and maybe did you know? Maybe does that come into play? That maybe he did. He saw something. Yeah, imagine something, sorry, rather than seeing something. Um, but initially, the doctor denied being one called by the military to examine the an injured being. 
Later, he admitted to being the doctor in the questions and revealed some details about the case. He mentioned he mentioned that while examining the being's injuries, he felt as if his hands were being controlled and his perception was enhanced. He also said that the being's physiological constitution was beyond his understanding. Despite being anthropomorphic, the doctor did not hear the being make any sounds and did not observe the famous and he did not observe the famous thin bifurcated tongue reported by other witnesses. So is that someone is that like the, the phone game? Is someone just added that, that strange little detail in there? Or was it an actual um he had that um bifurcated tongue? And he just didn't witness it because he had his mouth shut up the whole way. But then if he's examining, one doctors do generally go looking in, in, in people's mouths. Could that be a possibility? He also saw the being's slow movements, but refused to comment on its breathing status. This statement highlights the challenges involved it involved in the understanding of the physiological impact and emotional changes that a professional may experience when encountering an unknown situation. Such changes uh, would likely occur more frequently in individuals with technical expertise and a refined cultural background, exposure to a situation that cannot be explained by academic assumptions can heighten sensitivities to unexpected shocks. As a result, a and re, as a result, reported impressions could simply be the product of such sensitivities. It is. It is illogical to interpret interpret any supposed physical uh, interpretation between the creature and the doctor as conclusive ed- evidence of this of the being's uh, intelligence, or to suggest that the doctor had uh, telepathic or similar powers. To is unfortunately such claims are not uncommon. So. That's the first time I'm I'm hearing of this, a doctor being helped by the entity he is examining. Um, so, complications of the, the research, you know, complications in the research. And over time, people have hopped, over time, people have hoped for new information and confirmation on the Virginia case, however, there is there is a risk of that information that comes out may be um, contaminated, complicated. Um, the phone game played, people added, you know, things, people taking things out, um, people have died. Um, so yeah, um, but such as the army, hospitals, and other have denied any involvement from the being and the event um, detailed in the report, it can only confirm that the existence of the creature of Virginia, if it's officially admitted, until then, ufologists, researchers, skeptics, and anyone interested can only discuss this case further. So myself and other ufologists and researchers and skeptics, we can only sort of speculate and discuss. I did see on Twitter a couple of weeks ago of this is why I I um, did this case because I saw this a video of someone walking through um, like a wooded area and they come across this very being that they described in this case, um, red eyes, little lizardy thing, you know, 
it looked like it looked like it had short legs, but I'm just remembering the video. Um, I think it's been taken off Twitter. I can't find it anymore. Twitter or X, whatever you call it, I can't find it anymore. Um, but as reported, that people had died from being in contact with the entity itself. Um, unfortunately, people have died, and you know it's uh, um, what. So one of the most serious facts of the Virginia case, and one of the most appalling, was the death on February the fifteenth. Hopefully, he, well, no, he was quite ill ill that week, um, that couple of weeks in, in February the fifteenth. Corporal. Marco L. Chavez, um, who was then aged 23, as we know, he was part of the secret service of the military police, which participated in the capture of the second creature in the night of January 20th and 96. The news of his death spread very fast during the first months of the investigations, according to sources. So, yes... Being in contact with this being, he may have possibly died. Or again, could this be the military being the military and exposing their own personnel to dangers that, you know, and they just, rather than saying we had, we had a toxic spill and uh, Corporal Marco L. Cherries, sorry if I butchered his name, um, maybe got in, uh, contaminated with some toxic waste um, and, and rather than reporting the truth, they have, have let out this uh, fan, uh, fantasy story of that he captured an alien and died and, and died from, from capturing the alien. Reports of the girls who sort of came, came across the alien, the slumped, slumped alien that was on, slumped over a wall, and the girl's awful stench, and reports of ammonia where, where um, people could smell ammonia. But one of the investigators um, had mentioned that he checked with City Hall and that a policeman had really found death shortly after the capture. So there's reports. Could this be the the, the policeman that they're referring to? Um, that I'm, this, these are my notes. I'm, I'm reading from uh, some from the report. So Rodriguez managed to check the city hall that a policeman had really found death shortly after the capture of the creatures. The ufologist even obtained a copy of his death record by which he was able to locate the family of the boy, the same witness who alerted the investigators about the death of Chavez, um, also declared that the creature at the moment of the capture would have attempted a light reaction uh, obtained obtained ob obligating the policeman to touch his left arm without his glove for 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 some reason his colleagues he would have been contaminated one way or the other. So, unfortunately, a, a person did die. The records of, there is records of this person dying. Was he part of the normal police? Was he part of the military police? I, I believe he was part of the military police. But people did die from this case. Um, my thoughts are, I think this is a genuine case. I think this is a genuine um UFO and alien uh, case did did the the um, spotted UFOs release some deadly animals or were these or were these just um um or did these UFOs just discard their their meals for the day 
um or just discard the dying pet you know it, it, it there's there's many you know that's all we could do speculate but i i am on the opinion this is a real case and it actually happened um let me know your thoughts um i hope i did this case some justice um if you if you want to let me know i'm missing something out or i fucked up somehow see i've, I've let the swearing go um i am an hour in but if you want to let me know i fucked up somewhere or i've absolutely just been a right dickhead and you know i've just fucked it up let me know um i'll take every sort of criticism as i can because that's the only way i can learn and get better um but anyway let me know your thoughts on the Virginia case in Brazil. Uh, let me know your thoughts. Um, I, if I can, I'll try and link the videos um, of the um, the little alien. Um, I, I don't think I can find it on Twitter slash X. Um, and maybe I'll, if I can, I will link it in. Um, but again, let me know your thoughts. I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. Um, or whatever time of day you're listening to. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed hanging out with me. If you want to let me, if you want me to search anything, send it my way. If you've got ghost stories, send them my way. If you got an alien story, send it my way. UFO story, you know, send them all my way. Um, I would be, I, I would 100% take them seriously and look into him. <coughs> as, look into him as best as I can. I'm only human um but i send me all all your, your weird and interesting things i would love that um but anyway i'm gonna get out your hair i'm gonna let you enjoy the rest of your day um please hit that follow button on whatever podcast provider you are listening to um please hit that subscribe button on rumble or youtube i always say rumble for some reason first youtube's a bigger platform but Rumble is the freer platform. So that's maybe why I say Rumble first. Rumble is the freer platform, but YouTube is the big platform. But please subscribe to both if you can. And if you are watching this on YouTube or Rumble, smash that like button and leave a comment and let me know your thoughts. If you want to let me know your thoughts on Facebook, Twitter, um, email, let me know your thoughts. All my contact details are in the show notes of the description of this videos um so that's it i'm gonna get out of get out your hair this has been episode 25 i've been your host rare anyone stay naughty stay rude but more importantly stay fucking filthy i will see you later peace <laughs>